Welcome back to the Shabbos Treasure Series. I'm Gila Ross, host of the Power Up podcast, and I'm here together with my co-host, Rabbi Samuel Ross, and we are delighted to be able to share a weekly idea that you can take into your Shabbos and upgrade and beautify immediately. Enjoy. So it's very exciting because we are now going to start, again, we're using Rabbi Ribiat's Grey Books as a sort of base. There are four books. We finished two. We're now starting the third one. So let me just share the screen with you for a moment. Give you an, oh, that's not good. Let me share the screen with you for a moment and share with you um, where we are going to go um, tonight. Just give me one second. Okay, good. Does everybody see this? Anyone yeah. there? Okay, yeah. So this is where we're actually going to go over the next few weeks. We're going to start, we're now moving into garments. Again, last time, um, when I say last time, the last few months, really, we looked at, um, at, at you know, at things that made bread or, or was the dying, um, not as in death, but as in, uh, yeah. Um, and now we're moving into the order of garments. So we're going to start with sharing and we're going to start moving down. And let me just share one more thing with you just to give you an idea. Um, if I don't cut you off first, that is. Stop share. Share. And then just one more thing to share with you where we're going to go tonight. Okay. So, did I just share the same thing with you again? Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so that's that's where we are. Uh, I'd much rather see your faces at nine o'clock at night than, uh, than keep seeing things. So, as, as we do this, we start with a whole bunch of questions. And again, just bear in mind, we're now dealing with garments and things that go into that. So, Rebets and Gilla, maybe you would like to get Ask us going with okay. our questions of the evening. All right. So, the first question is, um, I'm not really sure why it's a question, because I don't know why anyone would want to do this. There's nothing wrong with having a gray hair. But let's just say someone wanted to pull out a gray hair on Shabbos. Would they be allowed to do that? Thoughts. We'll stump them. It's been a long time. Is it cotton, mm -hmm. like cotton? Or like, could you take it apart from something else? I'm sorry, say that again. Is it like cutting? Could you take it apart from something Okay, good. Else? So it's a form of cutting. You're going to have to see what Definitely form the bad from the good. Thank you. No, it's nice to bad from the good. That's the good from the bad. <laughs> that's sorting. But again, you're, we're going to see that actually there is a malacha, a, a type of work about cutting. And we're going to see that later on. This is a different type of cutting that we're going to see tonight. Stephen, so good to see you. Welcome. Um, okay. So, um, okay. So that's the one. That's the first question. The first question was about pulling out a gray hair. Um, the second one is, are you allowed to tweeze your eyebrows on Shabbos? Oh, I do this the whole time if it's not Shabbos. And on Shabbos. Not <laughs> and on Shabbos, Rabbi, do you? I wouldn't know how to if I would try. It's the same thing, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah quite, quite, quite possibly. Good. So whatever is going to be the, the first issue will be the second one. How about pulling hair from a fur coat? We're building this one up. Yes. Oh. Putting hair from a fur coat? No, the next question is a bit... Uh, the next one I'm going to have to ask. Um, I, I'll ask. You know what? Let, what what about guys, removing no. feathers from a cooked chicken? It does happen. Disgusting. It might be, but it still happens. This is why people become vegetarian, Rabbi. <laughs> 
Uh, amongst other reasons, yeah. <laughs> what about removing feathers from a cooked chicken? Oh, and no one wants to even take a, take a I'm going to say a stab, but I guess at this one. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> what a fun, what a fun. And, and a couple more questions, and then we'll, and then, uh, we'll start going through the principle. Robertson, you want to go through the next question? Are you allowed to comb your hair on, sh on Shabbos? Yes. <laughs> we have a yes no. and a no. Mm, okay, so we're going to roll then tonight. <laughs> I think you have to do it very carefully so you don't remove the hair follicles unnecessarily. So Darren has already, I think in, in one shot, he's sort of got everything that we're doing tonight. It's a problem, you know, Bev started speaking about cutting, so actually tonight's going to be an issue, we'll see in a minute, about potentially cutting or removing hair. And There's a special type of comb. Oh, very good, very good, Richard. So Richard actually remembers that from very early on, um, we learnt um, it was actually a rabbinic decree of um, if something is usually involved with doing a, a forbidden work, using a different one. So we saw that because a brush so often will pull out hair that even if you have one that doesn't, you're supposed to have a different one. Very good, Richard. We'll get, we'll get to that. Excellent. Welcome back, Maddie. Um, Should we give them answers okay. if we ask one, <laughs> one more question? But everyone wants to hear this question. Hi, hey, Nicola, welcome. For anyone that wasn't grossed out by the feathers of on the chicken, yeah, we've, got, we've, got, we've got something coming up for you, okay? <laughs> and this is, how can you remove nits from hair on Shabbos? You can't. You can't. Sellotape. <laughs> well, sellotape might be the thing I that's I don't know sellotape actually practically works for... Taking it. Vinegar. Can't you pour vinegar? You're not allowed to wash your oh, hair. Good. Okay. If we're getting to the sum of the solutions, very good. We'll see soon. Um, okay. So or, what... or chewing gum that gets stuck in yeah. someone. <laughs> that never ever happens. Stick your child's head in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, you know some of these solutions. I feel I feel like we should we should have a disclaimer for this when this goes on the podcast. Please don't try these suggestions at oh, home. Sorry, apologies. <laughs> it's interesting, like, what, what what's the title of this podcast going to be? Is it going to be like putting out a grey hair, or is it going to be? I, I don't know. There's so many interesting ways to go to get the people to listen. Okay, so we've, we're looking at things like tweezing eyebrows and hairs and all these types of things. So, um, let me share with you. Uh, the premise of what this particular malacha, what this particular forbidden work is, and then we'll start looking at how it ad adjusts and adapts to these answers. So the malacha, the work of the 39 we are looking at tonight is called gozes. So gozes is shearing, right? You picture the sheep and they're shearing the wool of the sheep, which is really the first step in the manufacture of wool and garments. That would, that would be the first step. Okay, so the problem that we're looking at right now is what is gozes? What's shearing? It's, it's the severing or uprooting of any growing part of the body of any creature. I say that again. It's the severing or uprooting of any growing part of the body of any creature. Now that sounds very long-winded and very uh, almost esoteric. So uh, that's quite so that out there. Yeah, but it's... What was that? Are we creatures then, like humans as well? well? The reason we're saying creatures in this context is, I guess we're going to be including um, animals as well. 
Um, so it's not just going to be the humans. It's going to be not. We, we are a creature. But we are getting in that context. We are we are a creature. And I should add that even if the, if the creature is no longer alive, it's also included. Okay. So it's any any severing, only uprooting, any growing part of the body. So it's it's cutting, but it's a special type of cutting. It's the cutting of the growing part of the body. Um, animal, non-animal. Sorry, human, non-human, alive, or not even alive. That's the basic um concept of what we're seeing tonight so now Robertson, maybe you'd like to take us through the first couple of examples and we'll start answering the questions as we go through okay so based on this do you think cutting or tweezing hair from a person's head or body would be included yeah you're not allowed to do that because it's everything yeah exactly exactly do you think there's a minimum amount that would be okay no, no, correct. Exactly. Even, even, even a single hair would be problematic. What, okay. what about if you decided to bite it off? <laughs> Who's going to bite it off? <laughs> <laughs> but you love that, Darren. <laughs> oh, you know what? Let, let's let's talk about um, biting nails. It's the same. Okay, concept. good. Yeah, biting nails. Uh, would that be a problem? Sorry, exactly, exactly, which is um, um, it's a stressful thing, right? People who are in the habit of biting their nails, um, an incentive for them to, to stop biting their nails is because it makes keeping Shabbat easier. Mm -hmm. And what are we going to do about tweezing eyebrows or any other excess hair? Is that going to be okay? No. No. Nope. Absolutely no. not. Okay. What, what about pulling hair from natural fur? No. You're saying yes as yes, it's a problem or yes, it's allowed. Yes, it's allowed because it's not growing anymore. It's on a fur coat. It's not growing. So it's it's um um, I like the logic, but but it's still from um, a because because the 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 law is that even if it's no longer alive, um, it's it's still problematic. You're still not allowed to do it. So if it's coming from a natural fur a natural at first, then it would be problematic. Okay. Then you wouldn't what be allowed to do it. Sorry? Is it a fake fur coat? A fake fur coat, Rabbi? Right, so it's either fur or it's not fur. I'm saying, yes, this is not fur. It's not fur, it's not fur. Then it's fine. Because the, the challenge, yeah, the challenge of this malacha is if it's something that's from any type of creature. So like pulling hair from a wig is fine? <clears throat> so when you talk about a wig, just give me one second. Not if it's natural hair. When you speak, but not even a wig is not. It, it's. I don't know because it's not by say it's not fair. Not fair to the fur. <laughs> what, 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 did, what did he what, say? What's the difference between okay, a wig? Okay, so you asked a good question. You asked a good question. So in terms of a shaitala wig. So you are you are actually allowed, even though hair, we'll see in a minute, you're not supposed to comb because it, it could come out again. We're going to see in a minute, we have to use a special brush, however we do it. But when it comes, it comes to the wig, comes to the wig, <laughs> even if it's a human hair wig, it is it is okay. And the reason it's, is because the it's hair not connected is to its growing. original source, right? Right, perfect. Oh, it's neither growing nor attached to the body. Um, there, there might be another side problem which we could discuss another time, but essentially it's going to be okay. So um, even if it's a natural hair wig, um, it's uh, it's going to be okay. Hold on, um, can you just explain that to me again in the context of the fur coat? Yeah, I was okay. going to say the same. Yeah. 
Because to me, it sounds like it's the same thing. Yeah, the fur coat is no longer attached to the body. So therefore, why, why is that different to the wig? I was saying exactly the same as you, Hayden. Huh? The two oh, same. So I don't know this, but I, when they make a wig, they, they pull, they, they do the hair and they sew it into the into the net, right? When they when they take fur, how do they make a fur coat? They just slice the skin, don't they? Yeah. So then it's still attached to the body. Yeah. Okay. It just doesn't have the insides of it. Sorry, it's a bit a bit gross. Yeah, but, no, I understand that though. But so I, I, again, I, Robert Ross is checking that out. But that that's my my. Um, based on what we've learned so far is, is I would say there is a difference between because um, like the hair is not attached um, it's cut and then sewn on right obviously because it's yeah. not we don't take the scalp off the person off and then just make that's it why I don't use a fur coat. <laughs> sorry that's why I don't have a fur coat oh, right but if, if that's the way that a fur I don't think is done it's not cut and then sewn on is it no. it's it's just the, 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 the literally the skin of an animal, a real yeah. fur. So, so it's still, that, a, still attached to the skin, so therefore yeah. it's still attached to part of the body. It's a bit gruesome, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But, um, again, I'm just reading, going, going back to this, what you cannot remove them. Uh, yeah, it says that the dead animal is included in this malafa. You can't pull a hair from a natural fur. Mm. Right, because it'll never cause some of the fur to be pulled out. Okay, um, I think it's time to move on. Yeah, because pile from 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 fabric is okay, right? Which is which um, is is the same as um, right? Oh, are we ready? Yes, let's, okay. let's move on. Yeah, where where are we up to? So we said so we said okay. So just quickly um, sum up. We said. Cutting, tweezing hair from a body is 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 problem is is not allowed. Even even a single hair, biting, putting out hair, nails is also prohibited. Tweezing eyebrows is not allowed, um, and you can't pull a hair from a natural fur. So let's go to the the chicken, the lovely piece of chicken on your on your on your plate on your pot that is got the unappetizing feather on it. What can we do about it, Rabbi? So believe it or not, that is actually okay. Phew. <clears throat> I mean, you're probably, again, you probably have to take one look at that and it's not exactly going on your plate anyway. Um, you might be going with a power of option that night. But the point is the reason it is okay, there's various reasons. One of, one of them is that the cooking causes the feathers and hair to loosen their grip and come off easily. And halachically, it's considered to be flicked through the cooking. So for, again, there's various different reasons, but it's it would be okay to remove the feather. Um, okay. Um, okay. So now, now let's discuss um, permissible ways to brush your hair on Shabbos. So Richard already told us one that even uh, well, let's start with Darren. Dar Darren already told us, I believe that you should use um, like um, a soft brush or a special brush. Right, right. So yeah. there's, two, there's, two, there's three things. Number one is a soft one. Number two, do it in a gentle way. And number three is designate a special Shabbos brush because, again, we're not using something that's quite often used for 
um, for a malacha. And in this case, very often, you know, hairs will come out. So therefore, we do those three things. Soft brush, and it should be a special brush for Shabbos, and in a gentle way. However, if somebody would know that however gentle the brush is, the hair's going to come out, no good. Okay, now we're going to move on to the delightful last couple of topics of nits and gum. Mm. Um, okay, so obviously nits is, is problematic because um, the, the challenge with nits is, is that nits are stuck onto the hair themselves, right? So very often when you pull out a knit, you're going to be pulling out um, a hair as well, especially if you're using, um, if you've ever had the delightful joy of, of checking a child's hair for um, lice. Anyone? Anyone? Raise your hand if you have. One, two, three. Okay, well, for the rest of you. May you, may you, may you, may you be spared that joy. <laughs> right, you'll know, you'll know that that if you're using one of those knit combs, hair is going to come out, right? It's, it's, um, um, it, it, it is. So the way to do remove them is to is without, without a comb, right? So it's not being tugged from its 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 hair. So you're actually removing the knit itself from the hair, and you're being careful. You're being gentle enough not to to pull the hair itself um, um, from it. Okay. Okay, is, is everyone clear on that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what about removing gum from hair? Firstly, would you be allowed to do it? You're not supposed to chew gum on Shabbos full stop. No. You can chew. You can chew gum on Shabbos. Yeah, there's no, there's no, pro there's no problem with chewing gum on Shabbos. I mean, unless it annoys your spouse. But that's not a Shabbos problem, hon. Yeah. <laughs> well, there might be a rabbi on Shabbos. Uh, right. It's okay. Um, you know, you're allowed to chew gum on Shabbos. Um, um, any day of the week, you should keep gum away from hair because it doesn't often end well, <laughs> right? Um, okay, so so you can't pull it out because it's going to cause the hair to be pulled out, right? If you've ever had the delightful joy again of having to pull gum out of hair, then you'll know that it will definitely cause hair to pull out. So what's an idea? Someone suggested um, putting your child's head in the freezer. We don't actually recommend that, that, that method, just, just, just to, to put that um, um, out there. Um, obviously no judgment, you know, we are sure that, <laughs> but okay. But what you could do is apply ice to the spots where the gum is, 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 is on the hair, right? So, so obviously you're not, um, um, I don't know why we're thinking that if there's gum in hair, it must be a child's hair or there must be a child involved. I have no idea why we would think that way, but we do. Um, um, so if you if you put the gum and, and, um, and by the way, this works. Um, don't ask me how I know this, but this works equally well for slime for anyone mm. that, for anyone that has made really? that that very oh, foolish decision of allowing slime into your house slime for me is like feathers of chicken for you honey <laughs> oh slime don't, don't ask me how i know this but we i know that that ice on it right well if whatever depending on there's where the slime ends up you might be able to put it in the freezer but if you put the ice on it it kind of freezes it and it loses some of its stickiness and and then hopefully it should slide off the hair okay mm -hmm. uh, apparently oil could help with with um oh can help as well now with, what with about what about uh, you've got a plaster 
on, I, it's probably gonna be more relevant for a male skin. And you're gonna take it off and maybe some hairs are gonna come off with it. So certain places of the body, what do you do? Wait till I'm So I, the safest way is to make it off. So if you need to get it off then, apparently oil can help or nail polish remover, believe it or not, can, can dissolve it. Um, and I think finally, cutting or removing fingernails or toenails is a problem. It's the same sort of problem. Um, and one shouldn't remove a wart, a pimple, or even loose bits of dried skin. Let's just very, very quickly go over what we've seen tonight. So we've, we've learned the malacha of the work of Gozes, which is the first in the group of 13. The compromises, the essential steps, processing of wool fabrics and garments, ensuring the wool of the sheep is the first stage. Um, and uh, we, 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 again, we saw pulling out gray hair, again, pulling out gray hair may be a problem anyway, but it's a trouble you can't pull out a hair. Tweezing eyebrows will be in the same situation. Um, and this way you want to quickly go through a couple of the others. Are we on to? Oh, three. Uh, yeah, and the same would be from pulling a hair from a fur coat. Um, um, you would not be allowed to do it if it's real fur. You can remove feathers from a chicken, a cooked chicken. Um, when you comb your hair, you should use a special Shabbos brush designated for Shabbos that is soft and make sure that you're combing your hair gently so it doesn't pull out um, any hair. And we've, and, and we've spoken about the practical ways to deal with nits, gum and bandage plasters. And I actually think, you know, you listen to this and you might think like it's a little bit out there, but I think for a lot of us, a lot of us have different habits of like pulling our hair or biting our nails or, or you know, picking off dried skin. And it's actually, yes, biting our nails. It's <laughs> actually a very, a very, um, um, I wouldn't say easy, but it's, it's, it's a way that we can honor Shabbos, right? Because every time, and, and the truth is, even when you do this during the week, when, when you catch yourself in your habit and you try not to do it because you don't want to come to do it on Shabbos, it's a beautiful way to honor Shabbos by saying, you know what? I was going to pick that dry pin of skin or I was going to um, bite my nails and I'm, I'm not going to do it. So it's, 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 um, it's a way to honor Shabbos. We are so delighted to be back with everyone. And uh, please, God, we'll have at least the next few Thursdays before we break up. Winter break. Winter break. Yeah, we're not that far away. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I'd love to hear what you thought. You can get in touch with me. You can find me on Instagram at Gila Ross. And please take a moment to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on future episodes. Thank you and have a wonderful day. Thank you.